Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordell. Hey guys, what's up? I'm super excited uh, for this episode because it's the first episode that I'm going to be interviewing one of our Catalyst instructors. And this person and I go way back and we're going to talk about trauma, everything about trauma. I know very little about trauma, so that's why I am bringing Mary Catherine McDonald on board. MC, I've never called you that. I know, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's stick to MC. <laughs> So let's start with this. I want you to give us your definition of trauma, which I love. And then once, um, once you do that, then we'll kind of put a bookmark there and talk about how we met, what you're up to, and all that kind of stuff. Sure, yes. So um, my definition of trauma, um, I stole okay. um, <laughs> from a clinician who is actually also based in L.A. because all good things are in L.A., um, and his name is Robert Stolero. Um, and his definition is, um, that trauma, and this is very different than the sort of clinical definition usually is. Yeah. And that's what and I then, love about it. That's why I want you to, um, uh, tell me your definition or this definition. Um, and I'll, I can talk about sort of the way that it's different in a second. Um, but basically, um, it's very simple. Um, he just says any experience that is um, unbearable affect that lacks relational home. Mm. I um, like that. It's a little abstract. I like the, uh, the lacks relational home. Yeah. And so when he says unbearable affect, he just means anytime you have a, an experience where you have an unbearable sort of emotional load that comes with that experience. So um, you just can't deal with whatever that is. Right. And then coupled with that, because right, we're sort of um, overwhelmed emotionally all the time, or a lot of the time, you don't have anyone that you can sort of bring it to who can uh, relate with you about that. Yeah. Um, so in, guys, a, in a really deep way. Oh, yeah. sorry. So, guys, MC is our uh, trauma expert, and she teaches one of the classes in the Catalyst Intensive, and her class is, of course, about trauma. Um, that's what she specializes in. And, I, you know, I also don't want to just put that hat on you because you do so much more and you, you could coach, you know, anything. But um, trauma is kind of your go-to, right? It is, yeah. And I think the reason – so going back to the definition just for a second because I think um, I think we're all traumatized. And I think yeah. that one of the things that the clinical definition, which is more event-based, so we've sort of classically looked at trauma based on the type of event that you've gone through. So – people who have gone through combat, for example, or people who've had a sexual assault or people who have had like um, a traumatic car accident or something like that um, are people who sort of count as people who can be traumatized. Right. And I think Those, most people think when they when we hear trauma, we think either sexual assault or the military. Right. right. And those are certainly traumatic, like no, no doubt for sure. But um, – there are sort of echoes of those experiences in all of our lives. Mm. And I think we really miss something when we, when we miss out on the ways that we have been traumatized um, in our own lives. Um, we miss sort of a, a deep understanding of our own behavior and our own fears and what might be holding us back in relationships. So I think that it really is foundational um, for most, if not all, people. Yeah. And I was just going to, I just had a thought, you know, cause I, 
coach a lot of people with relationships. Uh, when you have trauma in relationships, I think that stove gets really hot, and then we become afraid, yeah. and we're not able to uh, we're not able to love hard because of the trauma and us not wanting to go near it. So you got to work through the trauma to to kind of swim, you know, past the breakers and, and, and hit the calm again. Right. And that's a perfect example. So, you, so let's say you have a, you have a relationship and somebody betrays you, right? So you, or someone cheats a, on you, breaks your heart, etc. Right. So you have an unbearable emotion, right? And who do you want to go to? The person that you love who just betrayed you. So you can't have a relational home because that person just betrayed you. Boom. Right. There's a trauma. Right. right. So what do you do with that? And yeah, I think it's just, it's really hard um, to process those things. And then, so we bring them into our next relationships and we bring them into right. our friendships and then, and we don't really notice sort of how, how those little traumas, um, or traumas, you know, lowercase T, um, are impacting our lives. Yeah. And so guys, that's what we're going to be talking about today, but okay, so let's put a bookmark there. That's our teaser. Okay. Hopefully people are now interested in this conversation. Yeah. Um, and let's let's like jump into our time machine because you and Noel were pretty much the first ones, um, you know, when I started this thing about almost seven, eight years ago. And uh, so tell, tell us how you met me and all of that in your journey uh, as a life coach and everything. So this is really funny. Um, I... Like, I think I found your t original Angry Therapist Tumblr yeah. in, like, 2008 or 2009 wow, because okay. somebody, like, retweeted something on Twitter. Mm. And then I started following you on Tumblr, and then um, you had, like, a call for interns. Like, you wanted people to be I – I have no idea what we were doing, but <laughs> <laughs> you had a call for interns. Um, and so – there was like a tree involved. Do you remember this? Oh, was it a tree house? I, I used to have. <laughs> yes, so, tree house. Yeah. Right. So, what's just, you know, what's interesting is I used to call it the tree house and it was kind of a safe space for. But that tree house idea evolved into now the giant uh, closed Facebook group, which is called This Is Your Tribe. And there's like 6,000 people in there. Which is freaking awesome. If you're not in there, you should be. Yeah. But, uh, but the tree house was a group blog on Tumblr, right? And there was just like yep. 20, 20 of us or 10 of us. And it was super awesome. And like, I still am friends with some of those people like on Instagram and stuff that I met in there, which is That's crazy. This is, this is like the only like internet like thing that I've ever done, you know, like where you right. like meet people on the internet. Right. I'm not a gamer or anything like that. And uh, then I was kind of going through a crisis about grad school and whether or not I wanted to finish my PhD and what was going to go, what was going on. So I did a session with you um, about like, what what the hell was going on with my life? Mm -hmm. Can we swear in this podcast? Uh, we could, yeah, of course. Okay. So you like, can swear. You could be naked. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> um, and so, and I just remember um, talking to you, and you just kind of like cut right through the bullshit, and you were just like, "What you know? What do you want to do?" And it was just such a real conversation. And I thought, like, man, this doesn't happen enough in the world, you know. And I've been in therapy. Like, it's not like. I hadn't been in therapy before, but there was just something about the coaching thing that was so much more like alive. Yeah. And I just got super inspired by it. And so simultaneously I was studying trauma and, and writing about trauma in my research. And so I kind of put those two together slowly and started coaching and, and all that stuff. But I think like the original email is like from like 2009 or something crazy. Amazing. And I want to I want to remind you guys if you're listening because we have um, we have life coaches who listen to this podcast and then we have uh, you know everyone else and if you're a life coach 
Um, so this session that MC's talking about, I don't even remember it. I, I seriously didn't even know that I had a session with her, but that's the power of planting seeds. That's the yeah. power of collisions. That's the power of not knowing uh, what your words or, you know, the space that you hold for someone, the impact it's going to have, you know? So like for MC, um, I'm having a session with me and then being empowered and excited about this idea of life coaching, right? Through that process. Yeah. And then her now being a life coach, um, uh, you know, one of one, being a life coach among many things, she also teaches and everything else. But um, that, and I'm completely oblivious to that. So if you're a life coach, I just want you to know that you'll you, you never know what kind of impact you'll have on the other side. Oh my god, especially like those one-off people, because like it was not that it was like a one-off thing, because obviously we've been talking for years and things. But like that session, you know, that was the only like session I'm putting that in quotes that we had, and you were. But I remember you saying, um, like, you know, there's I, something like, I see something in you, I think you'd make a really great coach. Mm. And I could tell that you weren't just, like, bullshitting me. You actually believed that. Oh, absolutely. And, you, but and, just, you, and it was true. And that moment of, like, I just needed that so much in that yeah. moment, like, somebody believing in me. And it was that, that was life-changing, like, 1,000%. So you never know, like, sometimes you have a session with somebody and then you don't talk to them again and you're kind of like, what? know what happened and right. we I think we assume like oh okay like I didn't do a good job but sometimes it's the absolute opposite it's that yeah. you said the exact right thing at the exact right time and that's all that person needed you know yeah and I gotta say you know even today uh and I've had thousands of sessions if I have one session with someone and they don't return the first thing I think is oh I, they, they, they didn't get anything out of it it was me or I didn't do a good job um but that may not be the case at all you know yeah they yeah it could be got, that it was perfect yeah, yeah. What, they got what they needed and that's that um yeah. So from there, you uh, uh, keep going with your story. You were also in school. So I was also in school. And so I ultimately decided to kind of do both. So I started coaching um, uh, bit by bit. I had my first client and then like kind of right away, which is like a little scary, but um, you just got to jump right in. Um, I think that's the best way to do it. Um, and then uh, finished my PhD and then um, started working together with everybody building the course and things like that. And then now I teach part of the course and still have been coaching all along. All right. So let's talk a little bit about trauma. Um, okay. So you gave us the definition, which is great. Um, what, what are, so, so let me ask you this. I mean, the big question, I guess, for life coaches is, you know, what do you do uh, once you um, have a client who has had some trauma? Um, do you want to kind of go there or do you want to talk about, you know, do you want to back up and talk more about uh, trauma, misconceptions, myths, et cetera? Um, I mean, I think I like to talk about, about kind of going there with, you know, what do you do when you have a client that comes to you with trauma? Because I think a lot of people get really freaked out. Yeah, of course. Um, and, and they think it's just super clinical and they, they just run away from it. Yeah. And it's, um, the cool, the thing that I really love about that definition, that trauma is unbearable affect that lacks relational home is that it provides within that definition, a solution, mm. right? So all we need to do as life coaches is provide that relational home. Yeah. And so um, what does that look like? So I call it, um, I'm writing about this right now. And so I'm trying to flesh this out. Um, so I call it meeting someone in the overwhelm. Mm. Okay. And so, what I, what do I mean by that? I like that phrase, but what does it mean? <laughs> so like you have to kind of dive in with somebody. So somebody comes to you, right. And there's an issue and they've, they've got this, this trauma, this, you know, horrible relationship gone wrong or this situation at work or, you know, a bad childhood or whatever. Um, and they're kind of revealing it to you 
your job is not to fix it. Mm. You can't right. fix it. Right. Your job is not to figure it out. It's not to unravel it. It's not any of that. You, all you have to do. And is I think, mean, can I can't stop? I, I think a lot of yeah. people make that that mistake is um, instantly trying to figure out where the trauma came from. Which uh, like what do you like, mean? like like figure like figuring it out, trying to figure out, trying yeah. to put pieces together, trying to. Um, and that like, you're saying that's not the way to go. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, it's just meeting someone in that moment. You know, and saying, okay, what are you feeling? What does that feel like? How do you find that in your everyday life? Right. So like, um, how is that impacting you? And then, and then really feeling that with them, resonating with them in that moment, because what trauma does is that it, it, it tricks you. Like, it's like a, it's like an abusive relationship. It tricks you into thinking that you're isolated from the rest of the world, but you're not. And so the, the thing that the life coach can do that's so empowering is to show you, to teach you, to reteach you that you're not alone. Mm. And no matter what you're experiencing and no matter what you're feeling about it and however isolated you feel, um, someone can be there with you in that. Right. And that can be, you don't have to have experienced the specific thing right so if you talk about how if you know if you say that you're divorced so if we're in a session and you say that your divorce was was really traumatic or if I'm getting the feeling like your divorce was traumatic um, I don't have to have been divorced to understand what that might feel like right? right I can understand what loss is like I can understand what disappointment is like or betrayal or whatever you know I'm putting all these things on here I don't actually know about it at all but you know like you can resonate with someone without having gone through that. That's another misconception. I think people think like, well, I'm not a combat vet, so I can't talk to combat veteran. I, right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, you know pain and loss and fear, so you can. So, okay, well, so let me ask you this. What does it look like to meet them there? So, I mean, you know, if we're talking yeah. about it, like if I was going through a breakup and it was very traumatic or if it was abusive and you're coaching me, um, how do you meet me in that space? How do you – you know? Yeah. So this is the tricky part. This is hard to define. Um, you, I think try to, you know, like resonate with them as much as you can. I'm trying to think of an example of when this has happened, um, in a session so I can like, so practicing empathy. Yeah. Empathy. Right. Um, you know, like, so like the clinical terms would be like active listening and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and practicing empathy, um, showing, like just just go there with them. Go into the feeling. Don't worry about what you're going to say. Don't worry about saying the right thing. Just just like imagine literally imagine yourself in their experience. Yeah, and you know what it, it, I think a lot of life coaches um they get they're afraid of doing that because they're coming they don't think they don't think that that's a solution like I you know it, it feels like okay if I just meet them there that's not enough or what exactly am I doing just by being empathetic you know that, yeah that's not enough right no but it's but it's it's a start you know right, and then soil. right and then once they see that they're not alone then you can start working on getting out of that room I think about the um gosh I think it's in the odyssey where like I think Odysseus goes to hell for his wife, right? Mm. Um, you, you know, you, you go down there with them 
and the the point is not that you you're going to hell right the point is that you're you become like a uh a conduit back to earth, you know, they see in you the compassion that they can't give themselves, or they see in you the empathy they can't give themselves or the forgiveness they can't give themselves. Mm. Um, And then they can start trusting you and then they can start trusting other people and then they can start trusting themselves. Right. So you become the, you become the rope. Yeah, exactly. That they pull Um, themselves out of. Exactly. And it's just by like modeling and there's actually like, so there's, there's, there's neurology behind that. Um, that's, that's mirror neurons at work that you're showing them like what they can't do in their own brain. Right. If you can't show yourself, you know, compassion, but if I am compassionate toward you, then you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Right. Maybe yeah, I should. And, and you know, what's interesting is, is, um, what you're talking about isn't just for trauma. That's just a great session in general. <laughs> Yeah, you know, right. me- meeting them there and um, injecting hope or mirroring all that stuff, or just provide, yeah, providing a different perspective or right. hearing what they're saying. Right. You know, if someone's repeated a word more than once, I always pay attention to that because it's someone, someone in their life is not listening to that word. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think are um, so most? I think most people. Oh, you know what? I think just because you know we don't enter, no one enters adulthood unscarred. I think that we all have trauma. No. Yeah, just for some, sure. I mean, there's there's no way you can't have some form of trauma living on the yeah. planet, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, it's just a matter of how, like how deep. So like, how do we know when to start seeking help for something that you know, for trauma we've been through? Like, what are some signs? Um, you have to be kind of vigilant. It's funny. I always tell this story in cl- when I'm teaching class that like, you know, I've been studying this since, oh my God, too long. I'm old. I don't want to think about it. Years. Yeah. I've been studying trauma year for, and, and this is like, this, this is what I research every day. So, like, yeah. And, but you know what, but that's what makes you such a badass and the go-to is that you're on the forefront of this. You know, you're not just someone that like took a trauma course and, um, but this is your, this is my thing. This, this is battle. my jam. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> that's, that's what's exciting. But like, so you'd think that like I would know a thing like about my own life and my own trauma. But um, I had this year where um, I had I had chronic migraines. Um, oh, I remember. For, yeah. Yeah. And it was um, and I wanted to die. Like I, they couldn't figure out what was going on. Um, I couldn't see. I w- I, it was horrible. I, I was in unspeakable pain. It was just the worst. And um, I uh, I was creating like content for like. I don't think the catalyst course now, but some workbook for something before we did this. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like kind of, uh, I had built these like little activities and I was like trying out the activities to do, to kind of see if they like made sense and worked. Cause I was just kind of making this stuff up on the fly. Right. And I was thinking like, um, and I realized that that had been a traumatic year and that I had started to engage in all these like avoidant behaviors and all these weird behaviors. And I was super anxious all the time and that I was thinking about migraines all the time. And I hadn't realized it. Like I had this trauma that I did not know about, mm. you know, that was not part of my like conscious and I study trauma. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think it's kind of hard to know. And I think this is a, a key thing for life coaches to know is that um, your clients won't always know that they're traumatized. Like it would be really great if people came in and they were like, Hey, I have like trauma A, B and C and I'd like to resolve it in the following ways. And here's how, you know, like, but that's not always how it works. 
sometimes people don't know what's going on. They just can't keep a job or their relationships have like all this fucked up patterns and they can't figure out why. Um, I think there's a lot of misdiagnosis about trauma. People get diagnosed with, with personality disorders, but it's actually trauma based. Um, and so, so how do you know when you need help? I think if you're recognizing in yourself that you have an experience in your life that is impacting your daily behavior in any way, like if you are frequently thinking about something, if you're avoiding something frequently, um, those are signs that you might want to work something out. Um, if you might want to try to try to talk to somebody about it. Um, and again, like I, this, or, you know, and the symptoms are really varied. So people can have all sorts of different symptoms and some of the symptoms are really scary. And I think this is a super important thing to say. Um, the symptoms of, of PTSD can make you feel like you're crazy. And so a lot of people don't seek help because they think they're going to get admitted because they think that they're like losing their minds. Um, so like dissociative, um, episodes where you feel like you're out of your body, um, or you can't really like account for time or, um, you feel like you're watching your life from a film or you kind of feel like you're floating above your body or anything like that. Like that's really fucking scary. Yeah, of course. Um, but what your body is doing is trying to protect you mm. because you have all that overwhelm. You have all this excess of emotion and that then leads to an excess of stress hormone coursing through your body and there's no way to deal with it. So your body shuts off your mind shuts off because it's trying to like check out because it knows you can't handle it, which is actually really cool. Um, but if you're having those symptoms, one, it's totally normal. And two, you don't have to live with those symptoms forever. Those are, those are trauma symptoms and you can figure those out. Some people don't realize that, right? They might dissociate every time they get into an argument and not realize that's because they had an abusive childhood. Yeah. Um, so that was a super long, complicated answer, but no, but that's great. I think it's helpful. I think, um, you know, so if you guys, if, if something in your life is happening or when you feel that you're disassociating or having kind of a, an out-of-a-body experience, um, maybe there's some trauma there. Maybe there are, are, are things that need to be would – you, would you say the word is heal? Can you heal from trauma or is it more of just learning how to cope with it? No, 1,000% you can heal. 1,000%. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so healing from trauma so then it's – so you don't, you know, you're a whole and person it, again. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't ever – I think – healing is, um, is a funny thing, right? We, people want, you know, the first time I ever called a therapist, I, um, my dad had just died six months ago mm. and I had all these like <laughs> weird coping mechanisms and I, um, which mostly like involved being a workaholic and I started having panic attacks so badly that I couldn't go to work. I could go to work, but I like had to do all those weird things to get to work because I was afraid of the subway and all this crazy stuff. And, um, so I called the therapist and I was like, um, you know, I'm having these panic attacks and they're, it's just, it's not acceptable because I need to go to work and this is not an acceptable way to live. And so I'm going to need you to help me manage them. So if we could do that, that'd be great. <laughs> and she was kind of like, you know, she told me much later that that was kind of funny because that's not really how it works. You know, you don't just like fix it. Right. Um, it doesn't go away. Like you, you, you learn how to incorporate it into your life, but healing is possible. And I think the thing that's really cool about trauma is that, um, this is another misconception We're we're into the misconception thing. People think that 
if I do, so if this, this is my, this is my aim in life. If I do one thing, this is what I want to like teach the world is that people think that trauma comes from a place of weakness, right? So it's a disorder. If you have PTSD or if you're traumatized, that means you're weak, but trauma response comes from survival. It comes from a survival technique. All of these coping mechanisms are, are ways of keeping you alive and healthy. So if you have these symptoms, it's not a sign of weakness. It is a sign of strength. And people who have been traumatized and who've gone through trauma, um, once they heal, are not only stronger because of it, and I'm not just putting a silver lining on it, they are more attuned to other people's emotions, they're more compassionate, they're more sensitive, they see the world more vividly, yeah. right? So it's not like we want to say trauma is a good thing, right? But when you heal, you heal in, in technicolor, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I love that. And you know what, I heard once that uh, the people who have gone through trauma, uh, trauma, the most trauma, are the most sympathetic. Yeah, for and sure. So why is that? Is it their, the, the wiring's different? What makes them more empathetic than the, the someone who hasn't gone through trauma? I, they just, I think they just see, they just get it. Like you right. just, it's a, it's a different perspective. I mean, there's neurobiology in, that goes into it for sure, but it's hard to judge people when you, when you've gone through shit and been, you know, I think this is why I, I, I call you the Brene Brown of trauma is <laughs> because is because then um, this is what she says about vulnerability is, you know, the world seeing it as a weakness um, and her flipping it and, and proving that it's actually a strength. And I think um, the world, you know, uh, there's a lot of stigma behind trauma. It's embarrassing. Yeah. There's shame behind it. And if you've been through trauma uh, or a good example of this is sexual assault, you know, or if you've uh, yeah. been raped, I mean, that is such a shame filled i mean it's it's a dark secret and it's it's you know it's not something that you announce or tell people and so by saying that trauma is actually um an empowering thing or that trauma is actually a strength and it's your body protecting yourself reframing it that way i think is very helpful yeah no it's um i think it's really crucial like that's my that's my thing i want to teach the world that because we have we just we have it wrong We've been wrong about things before. We thought the world was flat. We were wrong. We think the trauma is weakness. We're wrong. Dude, That's wrong. You need to do a TED Talk, MC. <laughs> no, you die. do. I mean, I, I want to do one too, but you have such a potent, specific niche that I think um, the world needs to hear. You know? I would, I would, I would, you I would love die. that. Why would you die? <laughs> you would not die. You'd kill it. You'd crush it. I don't know. <laughs> So what are some things that you are passionate about uh, these days? Uh, what is going on in your life? Um, just teaching full-time, and what are some of the things that you're researching and studying? So um, I'm writing a book right now, um, which is like a little scary to say. Mm. Um, but it's about, um, it's about rethinking. It's about this. It's about rethinking trauma. Um, and so kind of going back and rewriting the history of trauma and kind of trying to get this right. Um, and, uh, what, started, an, what an important book. I love that. That's such, yeah, a, yeah. I, hope, I hope, I hope it gets, I hope somebody picks it up. They we'll will. Um, I'm working on the, um, the proposal right now, which is kind of intense, but, um, so I'm doing that and I'm super excited about it. And it's funny, it's, it's, it's weird being like a salesperson for your, for your own stuff because it's when you really believe in something, but then you have to like put it in that sales pitchy kind of way. It's really right. weird because you're like, no, but, but, but really, but it always feels insincere. You know what I mean? Um, right. 
so I'm doing that and I'm doing um, two other things. I have a, a study that I just finished on um, veteran reintegration um, that was pretty huge. We got over 200 participants across the country yeah. um, kind of talking about their um, reintegration experience. And then we had it and we had all the data analyzed. Um, so we're writing that up right now. Um, and we want to get that out so that we can do a bigger study um, and get some kind of funding from the government and, and kind of, again, get this idea out there that we need to rethink sort of what this looks like because every time we have a war we have a bunch of people coming back and we don't really treat them the way that we should yeah which is which is huge and that that population is just and because there's so many people that that are still hiding that are underneath the rock you know and so oh and it's so tragic like it's just yeah. reframing and uh, giving people new definitions and yep. um, showing them um, different perspective brings them out from underneath the rock. And I, right. I, I love and em- doing that. And empowering them. Yeah. And yeah. then the other study that I'm doing is a smaller one, which is on um, the body and um, learning how to sort of come home to the body. Cause one of the main, main things that happens um, in any kind of traumatic experience, but especially like sexual assault and combat trauma, right. but any, but really any trauma, um, is this like sort of divide happens between the mind and the body and right. you, you stop being able to trust your body because you start having all these panic symptoms. Um, so it's funny that it's funny you labeled that the smaller one. That's actually the biggest one because it's the most commercial. <laughs> I mean, that's the one that throws the biggest net because now you're talking about like wellness and yoga and meditation, like, you know, oh, the, yeah, the whole yeah. body. Oh, I just went smaller because I got less money for it. <laughs> Oh, so that doesn't, like that doesn't mean it's smaller. <laughs> Less people are involved. Um, right. Um, I but, think all I, I think all three of those are they're just they're great flags to wave. I love it. Yeah, and I kind of hope like to be talking about. I want to take these things. I'm using combat trauma, um, you know, as a platform for a couple of reasons, um, and I eventually want to talk about trauma sort of in general because I think that there's a lot of coalition building that could happen between traumatized, um, populations. And also, um, I think that, you know, we can talk about trauma from the perspective of the event, but I think we should also talk about it from the perspective of the person. And I think that a lot of different kinds of experiences can be traumatic mm-hmm. and it's important to really get that message out as well because, um, because people are traumatized and they're not getting help for it. And yeah. that's, that's tragic. I think you're doing important work and I love seeing your journey and I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. And I can't wait to, I mean, it's like people like MC that really give me fuel and that want to, um, you know, grow shift and just try to get traction and, and more eyes so we could, you know, launch you out of a cannon and get you out there talking or writing books or doing whatever. I really believe that, um, there's a lot of important stuff that our, our, our instructors have to say or, or different ways in or the, the way they, they do something. Um, and I'm just one example that just can open up, you know, just a different way of living. For sure. For sure. It's yeah. a really cool, like, I think you've built such a, you know how like different corporations and things have personalities, you know, and I think the people that come to shift are, are, are all really badass and awesome. Every time I meet someone or talk to someone, I'm like, oh man, you guys are so cool. Yeah, I love that. And I love that we are, um, that we come as we are. I love that we're unpolished. I love that, um, yeah, all that stuff. Um, I love, I love who we attract. And, and they're actually the, 
the 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 quote unquote normal people that you know um, are just kind of sick of the nine to five or that want to um, coach or help other people or or just change their own lives in some way, you know? Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. All right, so where can people find you? Um, obviously, they could find you on the shift site. Also, guys, MC writes and she um, is write, writes articles for our blog. Um, she's writing yeah, I'm writing right what one right now on triggers. That's that's going to be um, kind of huge for me. Nice. And hopefully huge for other people. Yeah. So look out for her on the shift platform. Um, where can they find you active on social media? Not so much. Um, I am, I have a catalyst MC site, uh, something on Facebook mm-hmm. and, um, I'm you, on Instagram. Are you, do you have a personal account on Instagram or is it about uh, trauma or what's your Instagram, uh, user or handle? Um, my Instagram is just a personal one, but people can follow me there if they want. Yeah, um, for sure. What is my handle? Who knows? Is handle <laughs> is handle a nineteen eighties type of? Uh, I feel like we're what? driving trucks. We're on CB. What is your handle? <laughs> what else would it be called? I don't. What is? What do they call them now? Is your IG username? I mean, I don't know what it's, what, what it's called. Kids these days, I can't keep yeah, up. I'm, yeah, I'm so out of it. Um, what what is your username on on Instagram? Um, I'm trying to find it. Hold on. <laughs> oh my god, MC, you don't even know. Why would I know my own handle? <laughs> Um, for when you're on podcasts and you want to tell people where to find you. Okay, it's MCY McD. <laughs> MCY McD? Yes. Spell it. Like MCY MCD. MCD, right. Easy. So I think um, you should <laughs> put a lot more of this stuff on your Instagram. Or Do you, do you separate it? Do you not on your personal Instagram put um, the stuff you're passionate about, like trauma and writings and videos? No, um, I but I certainly will. Uh, Instagram is is yeah is personal, but it's also where I put like things I'm inspired by, so poetry and. I think you should um, make videos. I think you should do Instagram stories. I think you should uh, uh, snap. You know how like I write on notes about trauma. You're also a writer. Um, that's how you. I think you should use Instagram to to spread your message and to um, push out content about trauma. I mean, that's amazing. Where else could you? I mean, there, where else could you find that? I mean, on yeah. Instagram, it's all like it's all like pretty people like posing in front of Ferraris. It's so stupid. Um, <laughs> but, but there's some real shit on there. I love Instagram. Right there, there are some real shit, and so you're. I think that you have value. I think you have so much to offer. So, um, not that there's anything wrong with you know showing your personal life, but I think no. You, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid to put what you're passionate about on on that. You know. Yeah, and putting something different out there, I think, puts you as you know, sets you up as a as a separate voice. Which yes, is cool. yes, or make a brand new account and make it about trauma. I really think that could be very popular. All right, guys, thanks for joining us, and MC, thank you for the uh, the dialogue, and um, keep doing what you do. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, be well. Thanks for listening to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast, presented by Shift. If you'd like to learn more about what you've heard on today's show, head to shift.us. That's S-H-F-T dot U-S for more information. Feel free to rate us, review us, and tell a friend.